Sefer Shmot, Parshat Yitro, on leadership and management. At the start of Parshat Yitro, Moshe meets up with his father-in-law Yitro, or Jethro, and shares with him all of the great miracles of his people's exodus from Egypt. Over the next day, Yitro sees how much Moses has to do as the sole leader of an entire nation. And Yitro says to Moshe, what is this thing you're doing to the people? Why do you act while all the people stand about you from morning until evening? Moses answers him naively, saying, It is because the people come to me to inquire of God. When they have a dispute, it comes before me, and I decide between one party and another, and I make known the laws and teachings of God. Yitro then replies with blunt honesty, saying, The thing that you are doing is not right. You will surely wear yourself out, and these people as well. For the task is too heavy for you. You cannot do it alone. Now listen to me. I will give you counsel, and God be with you. You represent the people before God. You bring the disputes before God, and enjoin upon them the laws and the teachings, and make known to them the way they are to go and the practices they are to follow. You shall also seek out from among all the people capable who fear God, trustworthy ones who spurn ill-gotten gain. Set these over them as chiefs of thousands, hundreds, fifties, and tens, and let them judge the people at all times. Have them bring every major dispute to you, but let them decide every minor dispute themselves. Make it easier for yourself by letting them share the burden with you. If you do this, and God so commands you, you will be able to bear up, and all these people too will go home unwearied. This is one of only a couple times in the Torah that something is described as low tov, not good. Famously in Genesis 2.18, God tells Adam, it is not good for the human to be alone. I will make a fitting counterpart for him. From the verse in Genesis and the one in Exodus, we learn that the Torah stresses two related things. It is not good to be alone, and it is not good to lead alone. Judaism, we learn, is not a religion of isolation, and it's not one that promotes a dependency upon one person. It is not good for everyone to be dependent upon Moshe or today on one rabbi or community leader. There need to be systems in place to help to bring new voices in and democratize our communities and make everything more accessible. Even Moshe, the greatest of the prophets, needed an outside voice to teach him that. And how amazing is it already that the most important prophet of the Jewish tradition has an outsider as a chief advisor? There's the debate about whether Yitro had previously converted to Judaism. But in any case, he'd been a priest of Midian, and it took someone with outsider status to tell Moshe, maybe the most privileged of all Israelites, how to fix his leadership woes. In verse 18, Yitro's argument is that singular leadership is good for neither the leader nor the community. You will surely wear yourself out and these people as well, he says. 
Not only is it unsustainable in leadership to put it all upon us, but it's also not good for the people. The Torah teaches us that God is not an elitist, wanting one person to run everything. Leadership should come from all subsets of the community, and each member of the community has something unique to contribute to the larger good. <clears throat> it's not that greatness is watered down. Moshe is indeed the only one with the capacity to speak with God face to face. But individual greatness is not enough. We need supremely gifted individuals and the involvement of the rest of the people. And those gifted individuals must learn when it is time to delegate responsibilities to others for the benefit of everyone involved. Because God is king and every one of us is made in the image of God. Rabbi Nachman of Breslov taught that a reflection of God's kingship is present in all of us. Here's Rabbi Nachman. In every Jew, there is an aspect of malchut, kingship. Each person commensurate with their aspect possesses an aspect of malchut. There is one who rules in their home and one whose rule is broader. And there is also one whose rule is over the entire world. Each one commensurate with their aspect of malchut, corresponding to officers of thousands and officers of hundreds, officers of fifties and officers of tens. Here Yitro tasked Moshe with, in addition to giving himself a break, raising up the potential of these many, many other people. He came to see the malchut, the potential for impact in each person. Today, we should resist both the urge toward leaderlessness and the desire for elitism. It's unhelpful to denigrate the importance of particularly talented individuals. And at the same time, it is just as bad to concentrate power and influence into the hands of highly select people. As Rabbi Jonathan Sachs of Blessed Memory put it, only God can rule alone. We must teach our children that success is not just a competitive race of every person for themselves, but more often entails learning, as Moshe did, to work in groups collaboratively. Leaders must learn to lead not just from the top down, but also from the bottom up, organizing in a way that brings people together rather than alienating and separating them from one another. In the field of leadership studies, there's a difference between leadership and management. Management involves digging into the technical details of every little decision, while leadership requires the skills of adapting and seeing the bigger picture. Moshe was a leader, but he was diverting his energy into the realm of management. And so rather than hearing every little quibble between any two members of an entire nation, Moshe needed to ac acquire an adaptive way of thinking about the value of people. And he needed to systematize a way to reach all of them where they were at. At the end of chapter 18, it is said that these chiefs would solve the smaller matters, while the difficult ones would be decided by Moses himself. It wasn't that Moshe was giving up all of his decision-making expertise. Instead, he conserved himself to act as a kind of supreme court for when his abilities were especially needed. From all of this, we learn that more people should be empowered. We must open up opportunities for leadership for women, people of color, 
people with disabilities and anyone else, we have a history and a current habit of overlooking. We know all too well that certain people in our communities, clergy or not, are overburdened with tending to the needs of the people. At the same time, we are wasting the skills and abilities of those who have been kept silenced. Being a nation, this Parsha teaches us, requires that no one is overburdened and no one is overlooked. Shabbat Shalom.